This is the Business Stuff Podcast. This is where I will share the lessons I've learned from advising thousands of businesses over almost 30 years. Each episode will give you practical insight to allow you to learn from other people's mistakes. I'll be pulling in experts from our team and the world of business, and together we'll make sure your business is giving you what you want. My name is Martin, and this is the Business Stuff Podcast. Hi, it's Martin, and we're back with another episode of Business Stuff. I'm here with Jack from the Accelerator team. Hi, Jack. Hello, how are we doing? Good. Um, this week, we're going to talk about accountability and responsibility. Mm-hmm. And most people, to be fair, probably just think, well, they're the same thing. That's exactly what I was going to say. Everyone yeah. thinks it's this kind of word that used interchangeably. Yeah. Accountability and responsibility, it's the same thing. But they're not. And, and to be honest, mm-hmm. I was in... <laughs> I was an employee for a long time and been a you know business owner for a long time. And I've got to be honest with you, some of the some of the distinctions on this still kind of get me. Mm-hmm. And, and even when we do internal things, we allocate accountabilities to you know directors. And I still sometimes get a little bit confused as to whether it's something you've got to do or whether it's just something that you need to make sure gets done. Yeah. Um, so I suppose let's 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 talk about what we mean by what these things are, then give some real life examples, and then talk about why it's important to understand the difference. Yeah, definitely. Now I think that's such a good point that people the fundamental confusion is that when you're accountable for something, is that ultimately you have full on you you are where the book stops. If if it all goes pear shaped, yeah, you're the one who's going to have to take the rap for it. So that's the accountability side of things. Good so yeah. something is under your watch. Mm-hmm. It it. And, and, and the book, as you say, stops the with book, you. Yeah. You okay. carry the can. Mm-hmm. The person or organisation or entity, whatever we do here, the, the, the place where the accountability is, mm-hmm. it's up to them to make sure that everything below them in a simple hierarchy gets it done. Yeah, is, is basically. Yeah? yeah, so we tend to see accountabilities generally higher up the chain. You are generally accountable for stuff. Um, and it, accountability is generally not delegated. So you, you as... It's yours, yeah, mm-hmm. you can't. So, so you, if you're accountable for the way your department runs, you're, yeah. you're actually the head of the accelerator team, mm-hmm. you, you might allocate responsibilities to people in the team, but it's you who's mm-hmm. gonna make sure that at the end of the year, the, the bills are yeah. raised, the work is delivered, etc. And And this is where the fundament, fundamental confusion comes, because when you say you're accountable for this, you're the one, the buck stops with you, people's natural reaction is to go, oh, well, I'll do it then. So I'll, I'll also take responsibility because responsibility is all about the actual doing. So generally people are, when they know they're accountable for stuff, their natural instinct is to jump in and be like, well, I'll do everything and I won't delegate it. I'll control everything. And, 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 and it's worth saying that in smaller businesses, the accountability and the responsibility might be the same place. Yeah, there's generally there's not enough people there. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it, well and good having like, yes, I'll do this and I'll do that. It's I'll easier if you've got a team lead and 10 mm-hmm. people in a team. Yeah. The responsibilities are clearly allocated across the team by mm-hmm. the team lead. And when we say that upper and lower here, we just mean, it doesn't mean, you know, the CEO has to take ultimate accountability for everything. Mm-hmm. We just mean the accountability and the responsibility sit above and below each other, don't we? Yes, Not absolutely. necessarily at the top of the chain or the bottom of the chain, but mm-hmm. just above each other. Yeah. So in, in, in responsibility is the thing that is normally delegated. Yes. That, that is the delegated one. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah. so, this might seem weird to viewers, but for my role that I do within the accelerator team, I'm responsible for the actions set, mm-hmm. but you're you're actually accountable for yeah. that as the team lead mm-hmm. on, on that. And no, so after this podcast, we need to have a 
a frank conversation about your role in the accelerator, yeah, which, which, which I fully expect. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah, there may be a new presenter to the. But luckily, we've just said the can is carried by the the accountability. Yes. So actually, what? So, yeah. so my feelings are your feelings, actually, Jack. So actually, yeah. So both of us will be removed from the podcast now. <laughs> so, I, I mean, just in case people think, well, what the hell are they rabbiting on about? It, can, can we give some examples? Like, mm. if an outward, an external example where this applies in an internal so an external seems simple a company or a businesses or a charity or a government body it doesn't matter someone is mm-hmm. is providing a service let's say you know the bins getting emptied by the council or you're buying a tv from john lewis it doesn't matter mm-hmm. someone is accountable and who's and people are responsible what, yeah. ha- what happens if it goes wrong because that's a good way to kind of illustrate mm-hmm. what happens here isn't it well just uh to throw it back to you is like what what would you expect to happen like again if we use i suppose let's use john lewis as an example um you might have selling a tv so the person who sells the tv there may be somebody within that branch that's responsible for maybe doing some quality control stuff and maybe like sorting out all the aftercare when that goes wrong Obviously, if it goes wrong, there's a fire, for example, you're not going to go after the person who sold you the TV. Has the, t- the TV's caused the fire, presumably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. 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 completely unrelated. Yeah, <laughs> they have yeah. a fire, we'll go after John Lewis. Uh, no, so you're like, they, they, they've had a, a fire related to the appliance. Ultimately, because it wasn't checked. Yeah, because it wasn't yeah, checked. Yeah. Like, ultimately, or you're not going to... Or, or was the, I, I was sold the wrong thing for the use that I stated, yeah. or a deadline was missed in a service industry, whatever the thing was, mm-hmm. you would normally go after the, the company, wouldn't you? The yeah, business. exactly. I would ring John Lewis and say, I want my money back mm-hmm. and you owe me a house, please. <laughs> you owe me um, <laughs> it's a very nice house as well. And, and I suppose I would say, you know, and it was John in, mm-hmm. you know, on the third floor who did it, but it's John Lewis. And, and that's the point we're mm-hmm. trying to make here, isn't it? Yeah. The responsibility for doing it, it was John who failed his responsibility in this example. Mm-hmm. John Lewis are accountable they, 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 that's where the book stops isn't it yeah definitely and that's where they were looking into it in terms of like was it a failure of an individual failing was it a failing in terms of our processes was it a failure of our training at which point the the one who's responsible is kind of absolved of any blame because it's like well I followed the processes that was told I did all the training that was expected of me but ultimately this happened still yeah. so that's when you go well you're accountable for the training you're accountable for the processes Mr. Director, why did that happen? So that's where the accountability falls on them. And this is why sometimes if things go wrong, a head doesn't always roll mm-hmm. at the point of the, the, the yeah. responsibility end because mm-hmm. yeah, well, well, John was never told, he was never inducted right. He, he didn't know he was meant to be mm-hmm. making sure these things didn't separate the houses. Yeah. And that's the- Probably a bad example because <laughs> the TV sales probably wouldn't in that example, but yeah. Yes, yeah. obviously. And actually there's probably another step above that in terms it's of like, they would probably yeah, go to their yeah. supplier and be like, why, why are your TVs being supplied? Why are they getting but, 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 but again, what we're showing here is there's, there's, there's different things. The accountability mm-hmm. for selling good yeah. TVs is the buyer mm-hmm. telling the customer the right thing about the TV, the responsibility for that falls to the, the salesperson. Yeah. But, the, but making sure the salespeople have had the right training and they know their product again is the manager isn't it yeah and, and so that, that gives an indication hopefully mm-hmm. maybe not the clearest but and that's and i suppose that's where a lot of confusion rise where you kind of read these tribunal cases that come out around uh individuals suing for unfair dismissal when they they get sacked because a mistake happens but actually yeah. it's 
an indication of a, a wider, more endemic problem within the business. Example. So John, John say, gets the mm -hmm. sack because the TV never had teletext mm -hmm. for all the viewers. That was the internet. <laughs> um, you know, like the customer wanted teletext. They didn't get teletext. John, you're right. out. So, well, no one trained me at all. I didn't know mm -hmm. how am I supposed to be, you know. Mm -hmm. It was unfair to then delegate the accountability to the to the person who failed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'm glad that our examples are really current and hip and, you know, relevant. Well, 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 you probably get more people asking for teletext than TVs that set fire their houses, to be fair, Jack. So, <laughs> yeah, we've, we yeah, have, we've, we've we'll two really bad examples <laughs> of obvious things. Let's look internally then. So we came up with a simple example of an internal yeah. one. Hopefully more simple than the last. <laughs> yeah, so in a scenario where you have like an, an, obviously you're in an office, office cleaner, that, that, accountability for the office being cleaned is with the office manager yeah but that's not to say the office manager is there on six o'clock after everyone else has gone home scrubbing the floors yeah you have a you have a cleaner which you either contract out or they're an employee and ultimately the office manager is accountable for making sure that they do their work so the manager makes sure we've got the right number of cleaners they they know what they're meant to do on each mm -hmm. day etc etc yeah. and then the cleaner turns up and is responsible for delivering the yeah executing the cleaning executing the clean yeah mm -hmm. yeah are we talking about leon here who oh it's a <laughs> film reference here fantastic film leon he says he's a cleaner but he's a professional hitman oh yes the, the french the french one yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah great <laughs> film there by the way great film. yes but yeah. it was an inadvertent one unfortunately so, so the execution of the actual thing, the task being completed, the responsibility is the cleaner in the example. Mm -hmm. The cleaner keeps failing to turn up. Eventually the office manager has to step in, do something, mm -hmm. either get another one, get cover, etc. Yeah. Not necessarily get in there and scrub mm -hmm. the floors, as you say. They no. might, if the team can't, there isn't another way to do it, because they are ultimately responsible and accountable I suppose if there's no one else yeah um, like when, as he said like the cleaner walks out suddenly the office manager is stuck there as the accountable and responsible one because there's no one else to delegate that responsibility to in a team of one you're both mm -hmm. yeah exactly so why, why, why is it important to get this right in business then would you say Jack what's the you know because the, these things don't come naturally even though they kind of do understand the subtle differences between this can make a hell of a difference to a business can't mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose the, the most important one we've kind of alluded to already is the, the potential bottleneck that confusing accountability and responsibility causes. As I said, the natural reaction for people when they're given accountability is like, well, I will then become the microist of micromanagers. I will oversee everything. I will be responsible for stuff. Hands I on everything. Yeah, every, yeah. I will deliver everything. So in, a, in an accountancy example, which I'm obviously most comfortable with is that you, as a manager, you'll be accountable for some of the work that comes out the door. So your natural reaction is to actually do the work. So I'll, I'll be there ticking off the bank. I'll be there doing all of the stuff that we've got. Whereas what you're of. meant to do is just make sure the work is right as it goes out the door. Yeah. You're responsible so, for checking it. Mm -hmm. Accountable is making sure your team know what to do and have a system follow exactly, the system. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And the responsibility falls to the team that you manage ultimately as a manager. Yeah. But the, the natural temptation is, yeah, to be like, right, well, I will make sure that the work's done. So I, by making sure the work's done and I'm accountable, I will just do it. And, and what's interesting there is, so we talked about what can be delegated and not delegated. Accountability mm -hmm. can't be delegated. Responsibility mm -hmm. should be delegated. Yeah. Often it isn't, and it means that the person who should have mm -hmm. you know, allocated tasks down 
ends up just being the busiest person in the mm -hmm. team. Totally. And, and everyone thinks, well, they're the manager, they should be busier. Mm -hmm. well, that's not, that's not how it works. We talked about being busy fools before. Yeah, the, the mm -hmm. manager should be just as busy as their team, mm -hmm. but doing that higher level of work, mm -hmm. the, the harder work in an experience type thing. They might be the only one that can do a certain thing. They mm -hmm. might have the qualifications to sign off the work. Yeah. They should be as busy, but not more busy. Mm -hmm. And if you've got that wrong, there's, there's a chance you've probably got the allocations wrong. Totally. Or, or a staffing issue, you know, like a resource issue. Absolutely. And another point about accountability is that obviously it can't be delegated. It can't really be shared either. There's nothing worse than having shared accountabilities because who actually is the one who is accountable for it. Yeah. It's very, very easy to hide behind when something's gone wrong when you've got shared accountability because that's where the, the ambiguity kind of sits in. It sets in rather and it's just like, well, I thought you were doing that. Well, I thought you were doing that. Yeah. I'm doing that. And then ultimately the person <laughs> who's, who's there like above them going like, well, who was accountable for it? And it was just like, well, all of us and none of us at the same time. It's like, well, who do I have to tell off then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's the well, one who has wait, to wait, deal with the consequences? Who carries the can? Yeah. It's hard to carry the can if it's multiple. So, mm -hmm. so again, it's interesting there because, well, how can responsibility be shared? Well, if you've got a team of six people cleaning the office, in mm -hmm. our example, well, you can hold each of them responsible for their share of the work. Yeah. It's quite simple. Mm -hmm. Making sure there's actually there's... a cleaning team who know what they're doing. Yeah. Only one person can do that. Because mm -hmm. because you, you you've, you've alluded to another issue where this can go very wrong. If there are multiple people with that accountability as well, who is the ultimate arbiter of what actually needs to be done? Mm -hmm. So if you've got three office managers but one office, well, who do the cleaners ring if they can't turn in? Who can yeah. they, you know? All I told you yeah. know, Dave, oh well, it was Betty. So why mm -hmm. did you not tell Betty? Dave sent a drop of a message. Okay. Uh, or you, if you've got three. Three different, three different processes from three different managers. Well, which one do I follow? <laughs> which again yeah. is how you get into these unfair dismissal type things. Mm -hmm. Well, why have you not done what I told you? Because yeah. someone else told me to do yeah. something different. Mm -hmm. And again, that's where you, it's one of the reasons why it's really important to get this right, isn't mm -hmm. it? Accountability cannot be delegated and it's yours. Mm -hmm. Responsibility can be shared and delegated, but not only can, should be delegated is what I would say. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, okay mm -hmm. then. So getting these things right, of course, if you get it wrong, it creates this kind of bottleneck. You get, you know, often managers doing too much. Getting it right though, what, what, what does that do for a business? Because it sounds like it would obviously improve productivity and give people clarity on what they're meant to do each day. Yeah, absolutely. You hit the nail on the head there. It's like, <laughs> it's quite handy, isn't it? Yeah, like ultimately you've got, suddenly people are doing the right things. Managers aren't doing all the work. They're delegating, they're focusing on the stuff that they should be focusing on. Likewise, the team underneath you are fully at full capacity doing the stuff they should be doing. And provided the accountability stays in check in terms of you still continue to deliver what you're accountable for. So I maintain that, maintain that the training and the quality standards are still up to scratch for my team and they still to deliver, the, deliver to those standards. Yeah. Then that's where the productivity comes. Absolute clarity means there's no ambiguity in what your expectations are in your role, which is so important. Because I could, could what, what, one of the things that comes out in a lot of the work you do when you're surveying people's teams, etc., is confusion over a role, mm -hmm. lack of clarity on a role. Yeah. It's really disruptive and, and like it eats away at someone while they're working there because mm -hmm. they'll get told off for not doing something they didn't yeah. even know they were meant to do. Yeah. And you know, it causes a whole load mm -hmm. of issues. 
Plus also people just like to know when they're done, yeah. when they've just, done it. Just tell, like, me, tell me what, what I need to do and yeah. I'll do it. What Simple was it? What, what, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and I, th I, I think it also then helps you to be able to then actually performance manage, monitor yeah. people's capabilities because you know what each person is mm -hmm. meant to do. Yeah, we've got the, the absolute clarity of what your role's meant to be doing and the expectations of it. You've got ways of measuring it. So it's, and everyone's completely on the same page when it means like somebody doesn't, doesn't um, perform to that expectation, it makes it a hell of a lot easier yeah. to, to kind of call them out on it and go, well, you said you were going to do this, but you didn't. And you knew you were meant to be doing that, didn't you? And it's like, yes, I did. You got me bangs to rights. Because to, to, to then extend our little exam example of a cleaning situation in an office, the cleaning team are told what to do. They're allocated responsibilities by the person accountable, which is the office manager. The office manager will be responsible for that, but, uh, but the accountability for general ops might fall to the ops director, mm -hmm. who has office manager, you know, and a bunch of other things under mm -hmm. their remit. Yeah. Um, so it's really important if you're running a business and you've got a manager and a team, you need to know at what point in the chain or, the, or at what point in the hierarchy did mm -hmm. it fail. Yeah. And all the, all the cleaners are saying, well, nobody knew what day they were meant to work. That's why nobody turned in. Mm -hmm. Well, you can then go, well, surely that's the office manager's meant to organize yeah. the shifts. Mm -hmm. But if it was organized and no one turned in, mm -hmm. well, you didn't turn in when you were meant to, and we told you when to turn in. Mm -hmm. Without that, it gets really hard to actually allocate, I say blame. I don't, I don't mean that in like a babyish, childish way, but- Well, you need to who, deliver the consequences of when something yeah. goes wrong. Where did the consequences fall? Well, you need, you need clarity over those things to do that, don't you? Yeah. There is a danger though, Jack, which, which, which again, you came up with us just before we started on prescriptive responsibility. Mm -hmm. and I, I might, not, might have worded that wrong, but you, you, you mentioned the cherry on top is, and, and what, yeah. what, what would you so, say? So I mean, there? I'm sure everyone, well, again, you're a business owner. So imagine if you had a team where you didn't just have to tell them exactly what to do and what they were responsible for, what their, what their role entailed, that they actually off their own back just went, oh, I can do that. I can contribute towards that. I can be responsible for that. Let me do that. In, in, initiative. Mm -hmm. Show initiative, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, we're not saying that this is going to happen overnight. Like, to get to the point where people have full clarity over their role is a difficult enough job as it is. Yeah. So to get to that point should be celebrated and you're a pretty effective organisation and maybe I'd like to speak to you about that actually. <laughs> but, uh, but if you can get to that point where you've gone beyond just people doing what they've been told or expected to do and actually start to go beyond, we're not, this isn't a way of trying to get people to overwork and stuff, but, no, no. but, but, just, but, but just show that initiative. If they've got downtime mm -hmm. or they can see a system needs to change or a process mm -hmm. could be improved. Yeah. The last thing you want is someone who works to rule, who mm -hmm. will just come and go, I will only do. Yeah. So we said before, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Yeah. That's great. Mm -hmm. But if someone says, I will only do what you tell me though, yeah. that's actually not, not really where you want, is it? No, exactly. You want like, people who are brave, they're happy to step up and... Yeah. My role is to do the post in the morning and, and then you want me to do a bit of scanning. I'll send out some letters. Okay, I'll do that until I've got no more of left that else to do. And then I'll just sit there for the rest of the day. But you'll sit next to a phone that's rang all day that yeah. you could have answered, yeah. but you didn't. And you're like, well, that's not show my me, job. That's yeah, show me job. on my role, role and responsibilities, though, where that is. It's just like, well, yes, but similarly, taking a bit of initiative and going, well, actually, I can do that. 
Yeah, because so one of, one of the one of the re- this comes up a lot when I'm speaking to people, and, and I'm sure it will do when you're doing your, your planning with clients. Job roles is just where this all needs to come. I think mm-hmm. not necessarily very descriptive, but if you want someone to do general admin and those three things you said, the job role needs to say that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you can't hold them accountable. You can't hold them accountable for not mm-hmm. doing it, but also. You know, if it's too prescriptive, they'll sometimes be at the wrong person. They'll mm-hmm. only do what you've said. So, again, I think a lot of things that go wrong is, is cli- clients and customers don't have, or businesses, so you don't necessarily have a prescribed way that things should be done mm-hmm. that they can then refer to and say, yeah. well, that was how you are meant to do it. Mm-hmm. Why, you know, your, your employee contract and job role says do that mm-hmm. task and that's the task, but you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then, then I think it all comes down to communication because we did some really good training a couple of weeks ago um, with Sarah at Hank Kilner around performance management stuff. And it all came down to this stuff. And the vast majority of, as I said, it comes down to communication where a performance management issue comes up. It's um, generally the first question you ask is like, well, did you tell them to do that? And 99% of the time it's, well, no. It's just like, well, kind yeah. of expected them to do it. I assumed they would. Yeah. Well, well. So, Although we're trying to promote this idea of like proactivity, like there still needs to be that initial step where you need to build them up to that rather than just yeah, you assume that you have to be proactive from the start. Well, well, one of the reasons McDonald's mm-hmm. is the success it is, is if someone starts there, they don't just throw some overalls at them and say, good luck. Yep. <laughs> anyway, I'm off for two weeks. <laughs> they know what to do. And, you know, people, people know what's, you know, what they're meant to be mm-hmm. up to. Um, yeah. So yeah, what, what, what do you think then, Jack, is is the key thing that people just get wrong on this all the time, just to finish off? What is it just that the basic understanding? Yeah, I That's think why we're there's, doing this, isn't there's, it? there's an education piece and I don't want it to get, go too complicated on it because I think, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of, uh, well, there's a lack of awareness around the, the difference between the two. Yeah. And hopefully we've provided a bit of clarity around the account that they are two separate things and Although you may be accountable, you may be the person at the top, head of department, manager, director, whatever, that you have permission to delegate stuff. You, although you are accountable, like the actual doing, the tasks and stuff, you can pass to other people. Yeah. And as long as you provide a nice framework and a, a good understanding, great communication, clarity on expectations training. and deadlines, training, yeah. like you can actually realize that there are some pretty good people out there that can deliver this stuff and you don't well, have to do everything. And they're often hungry to do exactly the thing that you're, yeah. they, they want, you're bottlenecking. They want the opportunity <laughs> to grow and learn and develop. So you're almost doing a disservice to them by, by not doing it. Do you, do you think, do you, what, what do you think it is that stops managers or leaders or just whoever the person is above doing that? Do you think it's one of, we're saboteurs back again? Is it the perfectionist or is it the... I think so. It's the, are, are they just are they just poor trainers? So they've got a team that they've never trained. Well, the team will never do it if you don't train. They will. For me, it's a very interesting idea that um, that people have almost their their priorities the wrong way around. Ultimately, let's stay in the service industry again. Is that I think a lot of people have their think their allegiances lie to their customer, so they're there to deliver for their customer they want to get the work out as quickly as possible to the highest standard. In reality, we should really be thinking about flipping that idea that your obligations are to your employees, your people. So if we, if we think about that as separately as that I, 
what you should be doing is encouraging them to do stuff that they're not comfortable with, let them fail, and then go, well, how are we going to fix it? Oversee it though. Yeah. Don't, don't let the failed yeah. product or service go out, but mm-hmm. you know, catch it. Yeah. And, but even if, it, even if it does go out, worst case scenario is what the accountable thing to do is go, yeah, I made a mistake. I let them there. The temptation Because again, you can't delegate, you can't, can't delegate responsibility anyway. Mm-hmm. So to then try and blame the wrong person is, is doubling down on the error in the first place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The, it's not, the, the accountable thing to do is not to then blame the responsible one. You're like, yeah, sorry, this work, that this trainee, yeah. he's, he's, yeah. he's, gonna, he's done an absolute dog's dinner of this. You know, it's shocking. Don't worry, I'll have loads of him. We've got a speaker coming up in a couple of weeks, a um, guy called John Paul from Castle Dean, or he, he was Castle Dean Lettons, he sold it now. Um, and he gave one of the best examples I've, I've heard on this. Um, and it was about letting your team grow. And he said, anyone who's a parent who's got a kid who's taught them how to ride a bike, you put them on the bike, they fall off. What you don't do is think, well, I'll just do it myself get on the bike and just ride the bike away, do you? <laughs> no. And I was like, that's a really powerful way of putting it. You know, yeah, yeah, they fell off the bike. You've got to allow them to fall or to succeed. You, mm-hmm. If you never give them a go, you, you, you never will. So, you know, in that example, it's the kids got to be responsible and get on the bike and give it a go. They're yeah. the ones who got to do the right thing and let them grow in the right way with mm-hmm. the right guidance and training. Yeah. It's the parent's responsibility yeah. to get their kid to ride a bike. Yeah. But the kid has to do it. Yeah, and you're you're accountable to make sure when they fall off, they don't crack their head off the pavement. They're, they're on grass instead of yeah. you know spiky tarmac or needles or something. Or like what, that. What, what of a spiky tarmac with needles? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right, well, listen, Jack. I think we've um, we risk getting into kind of like confusion here rather than any more clarity. I think we've mm-hmm. set it out what it is. You know, accountability is normally the upper part of a chain of hierarchy. But you could be responsible and accountable if it's a you know in a, in a larger business you'll have a bit of both. But it's mm-hmm. worth remembering you can't delegate the accountability. You can't share it. You can't share it. You should, however, allocate tasks to make other people responsible, mm-hmm. and responsibility can be shared across a team. Mm-hmm. And that's probably if you think of any job, then well, that's probably a simple way. If it can be shared and done by multiple people, it's mm-hmm. not an accountability; it's a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've just distilled the podcast down to 20 seconds. Should we just release this bit? Yeah, just right. James, cut the first um, however long. <laughs> yeah. Was. No, to be fair, I think our examples did get better over time. We just needed to warm up a little bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe do a slight bit more prep next time. What are you talking about? We did loads. <laughs> anyway, that was accountability versus responsibility. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you got something from it. It'll be really interesting if you reach out and let us know something you thought you were responsible for whole, but it's actually an accountability. And, you know, again, John Paul in a couple of weeks will probably talk about this idea of, you know, he calls it rag your rolls, red, amber, green. The green stuff is the stuff you can instantly get rid of. You should, you know, and that's mm-hmm. um, when you look at what you do on a daily basis, the red stuff, all you can do, that's probably the accountability stuff. Amber and green is green. Well, you could do that tomorrow, so I'll make you responsible for it. Yeah. And the amber is well, you will with a bit of training. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, again, we're going to cover this kind of thing going forward. And it's just ruin the way. next podcast. <laughs> just we'll probably distill it. Yeah. But, uh, that's the kind of thing yeah. we'll talk about. Um, but it'll be really mm-hmm. interesting to think. Well, what roles are you doing at the moment that you shouldn't be? And you're only doing it because you feel mm-hmm. like you're accountable and responsible. I think if you're yeah. honest, there will be some.
Mm. Thank you very much, Jack. No worries. As always, a pleasure. Pleasure. Until next time. Who's accountable for this podcast, by the way? I'll make sure it goes out. <laughs> you should have done the planning. All right, okay. That, that, that's, that's, that's what the responsibility account. All right, okay. Another difficult sort of conversation to have. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, everyone. <laughs>